so we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. So We Met Online is produced every Sunday, and show notes are found at sowemetonline.com. If this is your first time with us, we have a few other great episodes, especially if you want to learn about Chris's background, my background, and how he and I met online. So, um, I have a story. Okay, great. So, uh, we met online. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Obviously. On Tinder. I know people say Tinder, hookup site, wah, wah. Right. I say you can use Tinder for anything you want. You can use any site for anything you want. There shouldn't be any preconceived notions as to what you're going on the online dating site for. That's up for you to decide. Sure. So anyway, just that said, I was on Tinder and I matched with someone who seemed, you know, handsome, had written a, a short, you know, cute little profile. We start chit-chatting and I find out he lives in San Francisco, but he is in town for a conference. I don't really care where the person lives. The beauty of my job as an online dating coach is I can work from wherever I want. Plus, who doesn't like San Francisco? So I was like, yeah, we should definitely meet. And he was in town for maybe two more days. So we planned to meet. It was a Thursday night. And I already had dinner plans that night because it was pretty last minute. And we decided to meet for a drink kind of later in the evening. Now, as I'm at dinner... I realized that the service is just really slow. Everything is running later than it mm, should. Yeah. So I went into the restroom and texted him and asked if we could push back our time by half an hour. He responded sure. that that was no problem. I mean, I gave him ample notice. Yeah. So I wrap up dinner and I head to the bar where I'm meeting him and I walk in. For whatever reason, there was no one else in the bar. It was just him. Just him. All by himself. So Yes, all sitting, by, sitting all in by the himself. <laughs> sitting at the corner of the bar. <laughs> And so it was easy to find him. I walk in and he looks at me and he has this deadpan face, no expression. And he goes, you are the worst dating coach ever. What? And I don't know what to make of this. I'm like, is he joking? Is this like when you're little kids and you like someone, you push them in the sandbox? Was he that angry that I pushed our date back by half an hour? Right. And I had told him what I do for a living. Okay. Okay, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is his idea of an icebreaker. So I try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I sit down at the bar. We start chatting. I order a drink. And we start talking about our day. And all of a sudden, he starts repeating everything I'm saying back to me. Say something to me. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? How are you doing? How was your trip? How was your trip? He was doing Annoying. Exactly. (laughs) Are we five? I'm like, what are you doing? He's now making fun of my accent. Is he trying to mimic your accent? He's trying to mimic my accent by repeating everything I'm saying. Got it. I realize I'm from New Jersey. I have a little accent sometimes. Things happen. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, things happen, especially when I'm talking about coffee and coffee. Coffee. Coffee Give me a bagel with that coffee. So now, not only has he insulted me, but he's teasing me in a way that I don't find funny. Okay, so our drinks arrive, and again, I'm still trying to make the most of this. And then he looks at me and he goes, I can't believe you picked a bar where there was no one else here. I can't control yeah. who shows up at a bar. Your presence alone should have been enough. Oh, thanks. So now the bartender comes over to start talking to us because he's bored because we're the only well, people course. in there. 
the date says to the bartender, you're not gonna believe what this girl does for a living. And they both start laughing that I could possibly, in what world, help people with online dating. Well, you were 30 minutes late. I wasn't, I gave him notice, (laughs) leave me alone. I mean, I'm now offended on multiple levels. Sure. Now I feel ganged up on, and they're still making fun of my accent. This is the first time in my entire life I ever left a date oh. early. It was after about 15 wow. minutes. I said, I don't need this. And no. I threw $10, it was what I had in my purse, down on the counter, and I went food shopping. And, you know, <laughs> I got to tell you, that was the best end of the night ever. And he texted me while I was food shopping, and he goes, I wasn't done asking you questions. You weren't done asking you, me questions. Are you out of your mind? He's like, yeah, well, I wasn't done listening to your fake like, accent anymore. Good riddance. Going back to yeah. San Francisco, thank you very much. It was the only date I have ever left, and I'm glad, because my time is valuable, and I couldn't sit through that. There are so many first date don'ts packed into this one. Uh-huh, we uh-huh. could start wherever we want. Don't do any of that on a first date. No, no. Do's and don'ts on a first date. What I hear from you specifically with this story mm-hmm. is sense of humor. We all have different types of sense of humors. You and I were out earlier today, and somebody said something very sarcastic, and you said... I don't process sarcasm too well. Exactly. Right? I have to ask people if they're right. being was, sarcastic. Was that sarcastic or not? And I think that's something to be aware of when we go out on dates. Mm-hmm. I may say something that, in my mind, I think is hilarious. And I might find it and offensive you might if find I don't it offensive, know your right? sense of humor. Especially when we first met and exactly. we don't know each other. Exactly. Or should you limit the amount of comedy routines to a minimum? <laughs> I mean, you want to be fun and carefree and have, you know, and have a good time. I say no. You should show who you are. I mean, if I'm on a date, I'm probably going to use some puns. And you know what? You might hate puns. And that's okay. And you can hate me for it. But I'd rather you know that up front. Okay, so in this particular case, maybe his personality is to try to fake accents and make fun of you. And we always (laughs) say that, well, if he's making fun of you, he likes you, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like he was pushing me in the sandbox. Yeah. But once I made it clear that I was offended by this, that's when you stop. Sure. Sure. I think there is definitely a stopping point. Like we can joke and have fun all we want, but if you aren't enjoying it, then yeah, you need to say something and say, no, I I don't find that funny. Right. Pick up on the social cues. Because I made it very clear that it was not funny to me. And if I'm not sure about something, I will ask, are you being sarcastic? Is that a joke? I'll probably ask this during the podcast (laughs) because I can't always read it, right? I take things very literally. So I think that's one part, you know, your sense of humor is half to mesh. I think so. I think that's clearly what he may have been going for. But I think there's also a certain level of respect in there too, right? Mm-hmm. As, as you were leading to. If I'm going to disrespect you for the sake of a good laugh or disrespect you at any point in time during the, the mm-hmm. date, there is a problem, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So have you ever left a date? I have not. Uh-huh. Just as I was saying, having respect for somebody, if I have made the commitment to go out with you on a date and it could be the worst date ever, which clearly, if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, you know that I've had some epically amazing <laughs> worst dates. Um, <laughs> he has. I still stick with it because, Good. as you've also said, your time is valuable. Absolutely. My time is valuable. Yeah, you could say on some level, I'm wasting our time by even continuing the date. 
But I think at some point when you've made the commitment to spend time with somebody that you need to see that through. It doesn't mean you need to make it long. I agree. Right? I have cut dates short. We may go and have dinner and instead of taking a walk or going get dessert or something afterwards to continue the date, I just say, hey, I had a good time. Thank mm -hmm. you. Good night. I completely agree. If two people have made the time, this story aside, if two people have made the time to get there, I know a lot of people, if they see within the first 30 seconds that they're not attracted to somebody, will just turn off. I really encourage yeah. people not to do that because yes. there's something yes. you can get out of that date. Maybe it's a business contact, maybe it's a lesson, maybe it's whatever it is, but there's something. Maybe it's a person to set up with your friend. Oh, absolutely, 100% agree. I guess at the end of the day, when I stay on a date, I stay for a few reasons. One, if it's dinner, well, I'm hungry. <laughs> Why do you keep going to dinner on these first dates? Stop it. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Uh, obviously, we can talk about that first date's do's and don'ts. We, yeah. we can talk a little bit All right, fine. And about uh, You dinner. can always add dinner, but you can't take it back. That's my favorite yes. piece of advice. I can go to dinner and I'm hungry. I'm going to enjoy the time. But the person across from me is still a person. Agree. And they deserve just as much respect for their time and effort for being there. And I don't know. They may be incredible. They may have an incredible story. I may not want to date them, mm -hmm. but they may still teach me something. I may still have an experience by staying. I take every single experience like that for what it is. Exactly. It's a time to get to know somebody new. Good. And along with that is not putting pressure on yourself to figure out what needs to come out of this date because so many people put so much pressure on themselves. Did you ever watch the show Transparent? No. Um, in one of the episodes, this lady goes, I'm NATO. And somebody says to her, well, what does that mean? And she says, not attached to outcome. And I loved that because so many people go into each date thinking, I mean, the lady in the last episode wanted you to be her baby daddy on the first date, <laughs> right? They go into each date thinking that they know what the outcome is going to be. The reality of it is we have no idea what the outcome is going right. to be. I also want to talk about not just preconceived notions of what the outcome is going to be, but preconceived notions about the person before the date. Now, we're going to have a whole episode about talking about stalking or research mm -hmm. or due diligence or whatever you want to call it before a date. <laughs> due diligence. But in this case, for example, I had told this guy what I do for a living. I'm a dating coach, yep. which I realize sounds weird when I'm going on a first date and I'm a dating coach. Sure. But of course, I'm going to use the tools that are accessible to me. If I'm good at online dating, why would I not use those, right? If I'm advising people, I have to know how to do it myself. Regardless, he apparently had a preconceived notion about me based on my job, which is why he prejudged me. So I want to talk yep. about that a little bit in terms of not the full conversation about researching someone, even though it's hard not to have these preconceived notions about someone, trying to put them aside. Look, I think when we meet people in general, it doesn't matter who they are, it doesn't matter how we met them, it doesn't matter where we met them, especially in online dating, and I know this is a very popular trend, most people are talking to multiple people. Correct. Right? You are talking to anywhere between two to five people at a time. Sure. And you oh, are... Oh, give me a little more credit, you know. 10, seven, 15. Ten. Just kidding. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Just you, kidding. 15, me, one. All right. Uh, so, but in that process, it's natural for us to prioritize it's natural for us to kind of grade, engage, and say, I have more chemistry with this person, it seems. I have more interest in this person, it seems. I'm more attracted to this person, it seems. So as you begin to 
plan out who you want to go out with and who you want to get to know and who you want to spend your time with, you do naturally have some preconceived notions based on your internal hopes. Absolutely. Right? I'm really attracted to this person. I really hope this one works out. Mm -hmm. And so you go, and when they maybe not look like what you hoped they would, or they're not who they thought they were, or their career is not what you imagined it to be, you might then say, eh, this isn't what I was hoping for. Exactly. And that's hard because it could go both ways. And I'm, I'm an optimist in, in most of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather be, I've said <laughs> this before, I'd rather be a PSP, a pleasantly surprised pessimist, yeah. than a DO, a disappointed optimist on a first date. Yeah. This is really interesting. So when we come back, Chris has a crazy story to share. And then we want to talk about a few things not to do and to do on first date. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. Welcome back to So We Met Online. Okay, I have a story. I can't wait. So we met online. Mm -hmm. We went out on a first date. And I have to tell you, this literally was one of the best first dates of my entire life. What did you do? Well, we went to a museum. Okay. I know. It sounds weird. I didn't judge. It, it, but we went to a museum and then uh, walked around the museum. It was wonderful. It was actually the Huntington Library. So if you're familiar in California, up in Pasadena, there is a library, botanical garden, museum. It's absolutely beautiful. It's an incredible experience. I recommend anybody who's listening to go. It was a wonderful time. Walked around, looked at plants and flowers and paintings and art. And we just connected. We connected on such a deep and meaningful level. And I was really, really excited about this date. We then left the museum. And because it was going so well, I suggested, how about if we go for dinner? And we need to get back to this dinner conversation. Okay. But we decided to go to dinner and the date continued. And then I took her home. At the end of the date, I said, you know, I had a great time. I would really like to see you again. And she says, I had a great time as well, but I'm sorry, I don't think this is going to work out. My first instinct was, well, what date were you on? <laughs> like, literally, I just had one of the best dates of my life. Uh -huh. There is clearly chemistry. It was clearly there. We kissed on the first date. Mm -hmm. And she's sitting here now saying that she doesn't think it's going to work out. And I asked her, I said, well, why? Like, explain to me help me understand this one and she said well i'm married <laughs> oh no oh uh, i see and so i was hoping i was hoping so you mean you're you're separated right you're going through a divorce you're just no she's like no i'm married i'm like oh so you know you've you've moved out and now you're oh, starting no. to process the paperwork she said no i'm married i go you mean you're married married she said yeah i said well what were you doing you were on a website. Uh -huh. It was Match. On her profile, she said single. Mm -hmm. And she presented herself as being single. Aww. And ultimately, she said, look, 
I'm just looking for a good time. I'm not looking to get a divorce. And at the end of the day, I just can't get wrapped up in something like this. I wasn't devastated, but I was a little set back. I was a little disappointed because it went so well. And so, you know, I kind of joke about it, but my biggest don't for his first date is don't be married. Yeah. That or, would, you would or, think that would be the baseline, yeah. you know. Or if you are married, be honest about it. Say that's what you are and allow the person who you're seeing to understand that that's what you're looking for. I think honesty at the end of the day is one of the most critical elements to first date and any type of dating success. It honesty. is. It absolutely is. And honesty is not to say that you have to share your life story. In fact, you shouldn't. But you should be honest about things that might impact that other person immediately. I tell people, I tell women when I go out all the time and I say the same thing and I almost have it down to a spiel. At the end of the day, I want you to be you. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to pretend to be somebody you're not. I don't mm -hmm. want you to put on some type of facade to be the person who you think I want you to be. Absolutely. I ultimately want to fall in love with the person who you really are. I don't want to wake up one day next to you and turn around and all of a sudden we're having an argument about tomatoes on our plate because I don't like tomatoes and you said you did and all of a sudden we're upset with each other because of some simple lie that has turned into something bigger than it really needed to be. Right. And if someone is not fully being themselves, it's just, I mean, I see that as a lack of confidence, right? Sure. If you feel that you have to hide who you really are, it means you're not proud of that aspect of yourself. I went to brunch once with somebody on a first date, and for some reason the tables were only around the periphery of the room. I get up there, and the whole center of the room was open. It was just, hey. it was just a naked wood floor. Well... I see a naked wood floor and... It's time to dance. I danced. Not just any dance. I tap danced. Mm. My date looks at me like I am a lunatic, which <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe. But the right person will appreciate the lunatic in Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And I knew at that moment that that wasn't going to be the right partner for me because I had shown my true colors and he didn't like them. And that is okay. Yeah. But like you said, there is nothing more attractive than someone who is him or her complete self. Now, it's not showing all of your quirks. It's not showing your weird hangnail on your toe. It's <laughs> not sharing that, you know, when you were five you had asthma. It's just being who you are. I like the word essence. Yes. It's your essence. And yeah. someone said to me once, your essence is the thing you love about yourself the most that someone will love about you too. And that really struck a chord with me because not everyone will love your essence and that's okay. But whoever you're going to spend every day with doesn't have to be the same, shouldn't have the same essence, but should at least appreciate you for who you are. No, I, I could not agree about that anymore. I will be silly at times. I will be goofy at times. I will be nerdy at times. I will get excited about something simple. I will get excited about food tasting good. I will get excited about going to Disneyland. I will be excited about watching the new Star Wars movie. I will get excited about silly, mm -hmm. crazy things. And at the end of the day, again, I want somebody who's going to accept me for those things. Exactly. Not just accept you for those things, but... Appreciate that those right. things make you you. Appreciate them and also hopefully at times complement those things, yep. right? Being able to be silly and sing at the top of our lungs in the car is fun. Are right? you saying someone did that today? Who I you did. Know? I recorded it. Outtakes online. So oh, we met online.com. No, no, no. It is coming. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's absolutely true. You have to 
you have to be yourself because if you're hiding something, when's it going to come out, right? It's going to come out at some point exactly. in time. It doesn't matter if it's the first day or the second date or the first week or the first month. Mm -hmm. At some point in time, you're going to spend enough time with somebody your true self is going to materialize. Right. So it might as well materialize sooner. It's sooner is better than later. Exactly. I want to know because I don't want to get into a relationship and all of a sudden, like I said earlier, you are somebody completely different because you have put on this facade. You have decided to pretend to be somebody right. just for the sake of getting in a relationship. Absolutely. And on the flip side of that, if someone is not into me or my behavior or you or your behavior i don't want them to feign that they love it either because right. that's the same as not showing your true self Absolutely. you know I, I i was on a date and when i came out of the restroom there was some really good music on so instead of walking back to my seat i i danced back to my seat mm -hmm. and my date said to me i really liked this he said i could never do that but i really appreciate that you can yeah and that was it yep um so let's talk about some more minor first date oh, don't sure Number one, don't have your phone out on the table during a no, date. No, please, please, please. Uh, I don't want to see your phone. I don't want you looking at your phone every other second. I want you to... This, be present. This sounds bad, but I want you to be present and, and focus on us. Focus on me. I'm focusing on you. Give me your attention. Yeah, give me your well, attention. Well, absolutely. And then I've had people just turn the phone over. I'm like, no, that's actually still a distraction because that just says, I'm going to answer it. I'm just waiting. Now... A caveat, of course, is if you have a child who's going to call, a, a sick dog, whatever it is, if you think you're expecting something, just tell your date. You know, do yeah. you mind if I keep my phone here? I'm really expect. Who's, who's going to say no? Like, don't answer your kid's call, right? Of course not. But in general, put your phone away for the entirety of the date. A I kind agree. of corollary to that. This is a pet peeve of mine. If I'm on a date with you and I go to the bathroom and I come back and I see that you're playing on your phone, I don't like that. Because even if you're playing words with friends, it makes me feel like you're not there. It makes me feel like you're making plans afterwards. You're engaged now with someone else, male or female. Yeah. This could be the same. It's priority. Exactly. I mean, I have no problem if you want to check your phone. I check it. When you go to the bathroom, that's totally fine. But just put it away in time so it doesn't look like you'd rather be somewhere else. Right. You're bored and you're not interested and you've got other priorities. Okay, next. Groom yourself? That should be self-explanatory, <laughs> right? You would think, but I do have a funny story with that uh -oh. where I met I met somebody online. Obviously. And we got to the car. I, she asked me to come and pick her up, which is actually another good conversation for do's and don'ts on first date. Should you get into the car with somebody you don't know on the first date? A lot of people suggest that you probably shouldn't. You should probably meet there. But in this particular case, she said, come and pick me up. Mm -hmm. So I go and I pick her up. When she gets in the car, she is head to toe in layers of thick makeup. Literally looked like it was a Halloween party we were going to. <laughs> and then when we get out of the car, it was the first time I really had a chance to like hug her to say hi. So I get out of the car, I go to hug her to say hi, and I accidentally kind of run my hand through the back of her hair, not because I was going to caress her or something <laughs> weird. It just, she had long hair, and my hand was wrapped around her back for a hug, and my Fingers go through her hair and out comes chunks oh, no. of hair extensions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I don't okay. know what to say. I don't know what to say about that one either. Just put yourself together. For yes, the first put date. yourself together, please. Don't talk about yourself the whole time. I think we've all been on dates where we can't get a word in edgewise. Oh, 
my God. Do you have something to say? I have something to say about this. Do not have the interview first date. Yes, agree. Oh my God. Don't. Please do not sit there and say, so tell me about yourself. What do you do for work? Where do you see yourself in 10 years? I would love to know exactly. Oh my gosh. If you cannot have a normal carry on conversation about topics and not have the interview first date, mm -hmm. please, please don't do it. I agree with that. At least ask if you got the job afterwards, <laughs> yes. right? I mean, did, did I get it? Don't talk. Uh, how do you feel about kissing on the first date? Uh, it's the same thing. I mean, thing. we already talked about sex yeah. on the first date. What's a kiss? <laughs> if you haven't heard our <laughs> podcast on sex, go back and listen to sex and dating. But I have the same stance of sex and dating and kissing and dating. I let it go with the flow. If I'm with somebody and it's right and it feels good and things seem to be clicking, then sure, I may try it. If it's not and I'm like, well, I want to see this person again, I may wait till the second date just mm -hmm. to see how things build. I don't have a rule. I don't go in for the kiss just because it's the first date and I want to do it. Mm -hmm. It depends. I agree. Just go with the flow. Take, yeah. you know, take the moment if it's there. A few other things. Don't be rude to servers or anyone, really. Uh, I once had a date snap his fingers for the server. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't hit on other people while you're on the first date. <laughs> I feel like we could talk for another half hour about that one. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Let's wrap this back around because I know at the beginning we talked about not going to dinner on the first date. So yep. it goes to the question, where should, you go? where should you go on a first date? What are the do's and don'ts about locations for first date? Like one of the obvious ones is going to the movies on the first date. Obviously not. Not. You want something where you can hear each other. Right. So I suggest drinks if you're so inclined to have an alcoholic beverage, which I am, uh, or coffee, just something where you can hear each other. Okay, so why not dinner? That's to protect you. So let's say you don't like the other person and you don't want to have to sit through that whole night. I believe that sharing your time with someone for dinner should be a choice. So like I said before, you can always add dinner. You know, you go out for a drink. I like wine bars for a first date because they usually have food too or at least small plates. So you go, you have a drink, and if you're enjoying each other's company, oh, would you like to order some food? It makes a nice progression throughout the evening where you're not forced to sit there, order, Wait for your food. Wait for the server to come back with your check. Pay the check. Pay the tip. It's just unnecessary. Okay. And then from a guy's perspective, uh -huh. a lot of women expect you to take them to dinner for first dates. Who are these women? Yeah. See, this is a whole nother conversation well, we can get into another okay. time. But there is some certain expectations from women and I may be overgeneralizing it, but I have dated <laughs> quite substantially. They think that going out for coffee or drinks is cheap and that to set a standard or to set, set a good first impression that you should be taking them to dinner. I also want to point out, though, that age is a factor here, too, because I am 10 years younger than you are and... I'm not a millennial per se, but I can't imagine anyone in his or her 20s saying, let's go to dinner on a first date. It's yeah. ingrained in society now, especially for younger yeah. people, I can see that, that a first date is drinks or coffee. I can see that. Um, 
I got to tell you, no one's asking me out to dinner. It's just not a thing anymore. Unless you've met in person and you already know that you're attracted to the other person. But in general, 98% of the dates I go on, the person says, do you want to meet for drinks? Yeah, and and 98% of my dates is where are we going for dinner? And if I was to suggest going to get coffee, it would be a deal breaker. That's interesting. I also think you live in LA. Yes. I, I live in a city. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that, that came out wrong. I live in Washington. They're both cities. But, <laughs> but you're driving to get somewhere. It's a little yeah. bit different. Also, I mean, we know reputations of different cities, right? People are a little more high maintenance in LA than, say, other <laughs> cities. Did I just offend bit. everyone? Just a little but bit. But that might be the norm here. I think there are a lot of factors out play. So I would agree that both age and location have a lot to do they with sure do. where you're going and the expectations of the first date. Oh, goodness. So many things. So many things. So if you have questions, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoWeMetOnline. And next week, we have a doozy. We're talking about... Alcohol. Well, you just kind of alluded to this, right? You like to go to wine bars or go out for drinks. Well, I like a good scotch since we're talking about it. But but yes, we're talking about alcohol, drinking, how much is too much, should you drink on a first date, we have some stories, all of that and more. Thanks for listening.